everyone welcome back to another episode of priest pep talks hope you've all had a great week hope you've all been enjoying the nice weather depending on where you are maybe not so great weather we are nearing the end of summer vacation here in southern ontario and people are gearing up to head back to school within the next couple of days i know depending on where you are you might already be back at school I've got the air conditioning running again just because it has been pretty hot lately and we're under another heat warning here in Southern Ontario, so my apologies if you can hear the AC in the background. Before we get on with the topic for today's conversation, I just wanted to address a couple of things. So I know I originally said that I wanted to be posting an episode um, on the weekend sometime, either on Saturday or Sundays. I actually think I'm going to change and change that idea and post on a Monday or a Tuesday just because I really found it difficult to record something and put something together um, during the week and then come up with an idea for the next episode and it took me a really long time to edit. I actually wasn't 100% satisfied with the episode that I put out last week. I had to record it a couple of times, more than three times, because I wasn't satisfied with it and you could hear lots of background noise. I do live at home with three other people plus my dog, so being able to record in a quiet location isn't always um, possible, so I, I, I definitely try to make it as quiet as I can and I try to be alone when I'm recording, but sometimes that's not always possible. So I have gotten a kind of schedule for myself for the upcoming new season. It's going to be fall soon for us here and my schedule is going to be changing a bit compared to what it has been the last couple of months and it looks as though my weekends are going to be a bit busier than my the first couple of days of the week, Mondays and Tuesdays. So I think it might be more realistic for me to record an episode at the end of the week give myself the weekend to kind of edit it and make sure that I'm satisfied with it and then publish it on a Monday or Tuesday so that you have the rest of the week to listen to it. Um, That might change in the future. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what works best for me. So thank you for bearing with me as I try to sort out all of the details of the podcast and all of the miscellaneous kind of things that I'm still working on. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I am not, I don't really have like high expectations for this podcast. This was kind of a spontaneous idea. I know I mentioned that in the very first episode and it still is a very spontaneous thing. I just know that I obviously don't have any other platform. I don't have an established audience, which is fine. And I don't have a lot of listeners, which is also fine. I don't mind not having a lot of listeners and I know that eventually this could be something that grows into something a bit bigger but like I said I'm doing this kind of just for fun I'm doing this to kind of put something out there and help people out during um, these difficult times especially with the pandemic and especially since I feel like I've grown a lot as a person over the last couple of years I feel like most of the people that I listen to um, in terms of the podcast that I like already have an established kind of platform A lot of people that I listen to also have YouTube channels or have done something else. 
so it kind of feels like I'm the only one that has this podcast as the very first thing that I've ever put on the internet, so I don't have the same kind of following as other people might, but that's okay, that doesn't matter to me. Um, Like I said again before, this is very therapeutic for me, just being able to record and say things out loud, and then when I'm listening to it, I kind of, it's kind of weird when you listen to your own self give advice. It's not the same thing as saying it in your head or even writing it down, so it's been enjoyable for me so far, except last week's episode I wasn't 100% satisfied with, but I did put it out just because I know that I said that I would, and I like to keep my word. So I think I'm going to stop rambling on and get go on with the topic for today's episode. So today I thought I would get into something that I feel like doesn't really get talked a lot about. And that is when you kind of have goals in mind that you don't necessarily achieve or it takes you longer to achieve those goals or you kind of have something that gets in your way. This all has to do with feeling like a failure when if you fail to do something that you've wanted to do or you wanted to go somewhere or be somewhere in life and you aren't at that point yet. As you know, I mentioned this a couple times already, I recently just finished my undergrad in June and when I was in high school and even like my first year or two of university, I had a lot of expectations for myself in terms of what I wanted to get out of my university experience and what kind of person I thought I would be at the end of it all. Now that I've finished, I realize that I haven't met a lot of the goals that I had in mind and I'm not half the person I expected myself to be at 22 as a graduate and it's been kind of hard to to kind of accept that and you know it's been hitting me that I, I haven't done or accomplished near like even half of the things that I said I would accomplish back when I was 19 and first started university or 18 I started university when I was 18 it's been hard kind of realizing and dealing with the fact that I thought I would be in a better place at 22 and I thought I would just be overall like a better person and you know just be smarter and be more successful and I have really really struggled the past couple of months ever since I graduated and even before graduation I have struggled with feeling like a failure for not achieving the goals that I had in mind when I first started undergrad. I mentioned before that my kind of dream job is to be a veterinarian. That is still my dream job and I've been feeling very confused and conflicted in terms of how I'm going to make that happen because honestly if I'm being totally truthful here, the whole idea of applying to vet school is kind of scary just because it is very competitive and there's a lot that you need to do in order for your application to even be considered and I I don't feel ready to apply which is why I didn't um, I didn't really put a lot of thought into the application that I sent out I did apply this past year I didn't get in um, and I was pretty bummed out about that but yeah I I've just been struggling lately because I wake up and I'm like I thought life would be so much better after graduation and it it's not because I expected myself 
to be more successful. I expected myself to be a lot happier. I expected myself to be going into vet school in a week from now. And I did a scroll through Facebook today after a very long time of not logging on. And a lot of people have updated like their little profiles and their biographies. And so many people are moving on from college and starting new jobs or are doing graduate school. A lot of people are also starting like medical school or vet school. And as happy as I am for those people, it kind of just, you know, it kind of stings a little knowing that I'm not moving on and I don't really have any plans for what my life is going to look like this upcoming fall. I am taking a couple of extra college credits just because I want to try and boost my GPA to apply to vet school. I don't know how much it will actually help because I'm not taking a full course load, but yeah, it's been difficult seeing people kind of move on from college and, you know, moving on with the next step in their life and I'm kind of just stuck here. And I have been thinking about this a lot and I feel like I'm the type of person that doesn't really acknowledge or give myself enough credit for how far I've come, even though I haven't achieved like my ultimate goal of going to vet school. And I think that's something a lot of people probably struggle with. I think we're all very guilty of kind of just beating ourselves up when we don't achieve the goals that we have our hearts set on. And we kind of call ourselves failures or we kind of beat ourselves up a little too much without acknowledging the actual progress that we've made and realizing that we have come a really long way from where we started even though we haven't met the ultimate goal or even if we're not at the destination that we thought we'd be at yet. And I think it is really important to be able to sit down and just reflect how far you've come in life and realize that even if you don't think it's a lot of progress, it is a lot of progress in the right direction. And just because you haven't made it to the end goal yet or just because it's taking you a bit longer than you expected or just because you run into a couple of obstacles in the in the on the way of getting there doesn't mean that you're a failure and you should be proud of your progress which is why I named this episode being proud of your progress because that's something that I've been trying to teach myself and trying to convince myself I need to be doing more of and it's it's really been helping me kind of overcome that sense of failure since I didn't get into vet school and since I don't really know what I'm doing with my life and, and I don't I haven't really been doing anything with my life since I graduated. I am someone that enjoys journaling a lot. It's really good for my emotional and my mental well-being. I actually did a couple of entries a couple of days ago on this whole idea of being proud of your progress and kind of giving yourself a, a pat on the back for coming this far. So I'm going to read them out to you. Um, it's a little bit personal, but it's I, I read it over a couple times and I think I am comfortable sharing this online. So there's two entries. One is from August 25th, which was three days ago, and then there is one from August 26th, which was two days ago. I'll read both to you and I'll just kind of, I guess after reading it, I'll just elaborate on what I kind of meant and what I was kind of feeling. So, this is the August 25th one. 
I recently realized that I tend to only feel proud of myself when I accomplish one of my goals and I'm hard on myself when I fail to achieve something or when it takes longer than I expected. I've been thinking about the goals that I had when I first started my undergrad and all the expectations I had for myself. Now that I've graduated, I feel defeated and like a failure for not reaching those goals such as going to vet school. I've been trying to challenge myself to see how far I've come even though I have yet to reach the end goal. Instead of beating myself up for not being ready for vet school, I'm trying to be proud of how far I've come and how much I've grown as a person since coming to university. We only tend to be proud of ourselves when we achieve our goals, but we should be proud even before our goals are reached. We should be proud of the progress, not just the outcome. And this is the August 26th entry that I wrote. Acknowledging how far I've come since when I started not only makes me feel better about myself, but is also a reminder that the point I'm at right now was once a goal or a step I was striving to reach. It makes me feel better knowing I'm on the right track. I may not be exactly where I want to be in life, but I'm a lot farther along my journey than I was when I started, and that should be something to be proud of. We often consider ourselves failures for not reaching our goals when we thought we would. We ignore the progress and strive for perfection. There's an older version or a past version of you that wanted to be where you are right now in life. Realize that you've grown so much from where you initially started and that a younger version of you would be proud of where you are right now because you, you worked hard for it. Even if your end goal is yet to be met, be proud of how far you've come. It's proof that the work you've been doing is working. So those were the two entries that I wrote a couple of days ago on this whole concept of being proud of your progress and it, it really did make me feel better and I think it's really important to for people to be doing self-reflection on a regular basis especially when it comes to things like setting goals and like monitoring how far you've come your progress is literally everything and I think we live in a world where people only ever seem to be happy and feel accomplished when the ultimate goal has been reached but in, if I'm being totally honest with you, I feel like you need to be proud of the moments that make up the progress as well. You should be proud of yourself even as you're working your way to your goal and not just when you achieve it, in simpler words. This is something that I've been struggling with and I know that a lot of my friends have struggled with this. I've had conversations about this topic with so many of my friends in the past and even like my family members. I was even sitting with my mom a couple of weeks ago, like outside, we were just talking about life and we were just talking about the fact that I've graduated and life is a lot different than we both expected it would be for me. And especially with the pandemic still going on, there's a lot of uncertainty with my future as it is for a lot of people. And acknowledging how far I've come since I was in high school and since I started my first year of undergrad to where I am now has really helped me kind of cope with that feeling of, you know, defeat, feeling like a failure. We live in a world where we only highlight the good parts of our lives. We only highlight when we achieve something. People are so quick to change things on their profiles, on their Instagram or on their Facebook and and you know they'll put the, the name of the new company that they work for or like the new school that they're attending or the degree that they got but we never actually talk about what it took to get to those places how much did people how much people struggle to actually get where they want to be 
people always talk about the fact that they got this degree and they got this job but we aren't as willing to share the experiences or like how hard it was to get those jobs or to get the degree that you were working for and i think that needs to change and obviously i'm not saying you know go on your social media and talk about every single struggle that you've ever faced and share everything with everyone that's not what i'm trying to say i just think that your progress is just as important as the outcome and sharing the entire story is a lot more important and a lot more inspirational than just sharing the outcome if i'm being completely honest in terms of my undergraduate kind of experience it wasn't an easy experience for me and i know i keep talking a lot about school and this is the the third time that i've talked about it in an episode but it is the most recent thing that has happened but it wasn't always easy for me i was always a really good student in high school i got mostly a's in high school when i got to undergrad it was a completely different story i actually failed a first year class it was first year physics and it it was the first time i had ever like officially really failed something and i remember i checked like my grades at the end of the semester and i found out that i had gotten a 42 which you need a 50 to pass here and it was a credit that i needed to graduate so i i was very upset i was very confused and i felt very stupid and i felt like a failure I was even like embarrassed to just share this with my family and share it with my friends. If I'm being honest, there are people that I haven't told. I haven't told everyone that I know that I did fail a class. But as the years have gone on, I was 19 years old, or not even 19, I would have been 18 years old. I was 18 years old when I failed this class. And now I'm 22 years old and I can honestly say that I'm not nearly as embarrassed as I was when it happened about failing physics. And physics is something that is that doesn't come easy for a lot of people. It didn't come easy for me. It is my least favorite subject in school. And it, it was hard. It was really tough. And I remember being very overwhelmed. And I, I, find, I, I honestly, like, when I found out that I failed, I had thought about, like, dropping out of school and, like, just forgetting about going to university, forget about going to vet school. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I told myself that I couldn't do this and that I wasn't smart enough and that this was... A sign. I literally thought that me failing this one class in first year was a sign from the universe telling me that university isn't for me, which I know was like all a very big exaggeration. I retook the class in my second year and I did much better than I did in first year and I passed. I passed with an 82, which is like 40% greater than the mark that I got the first time I took it around and failed and even just acknowledging that even though and like some people would argue that an 82 depending on where you are and depending on what marking system you're used to an 82 isn't amazing but it is an amazing grade for physics and for someone who absolutely struggles with physics and hates it for someone who failed it a year ago that was a really big improvement and I was really proud of myself for pushing through and getting the help that I needed and trying again. Because I kid you not, when I found out that I failed, I had searched up like, I went onto like the university website and stuff and like, I I honestly almost did send an email out to my counselor asking like what the process was to like drop out or like switch programs or whatever. But I made it through and here I am, I've got my nice 
Bachelor of Science Honors degree, and I made it through physics. So being proud of your your progress is a really important thing. And even if things don't go exactly how you plan them to, doesn't mean that they won't work out. This is a topic that I could go into in a completely different episode. I think, you know, meeting your expectations and your expectations not being fulfilled is another another topic that we could discuss entirely on its own. But I'll save that for another week. I know most of us felt have felt like you know, we've we failed because we didn't get something that we wanted or because we thought we'd be better as people. But if you really do sit down, and I, I, anyone that's listening to this, I really do encourage you to sit down at your desk or on your bed, get out a piece of paper, get out a pen, and really think about how far you've come in your life. Think about where you were even just like one year ago how much has life changed for you whether it's better or worse how much has life changed for you in the past year and i i guarantee you you can think of at least one thing that you have gotten better at and it doesn't have to be something as huge as you know graduating or getting a new job or buying a new car or whatever it is it could literally just be you know six months ago i six months ago i i would never exercise and now here I am going on a walk every uh, every couple of days. That's an improvement. That's progress. Maybe your end goal is to exercise every single day, but you now exercise every couple of days. Maybe you exercise two times a week. That is a step further than where you were initially from never exercising at all. The other thing is that making mistakes, failing something, it's not something that you should take as a blow to your ego. I am the type of person that is very quick to jump to conclusions and, you know, assume the worst in failing and making mistakes. And this is honestly something that also deserves its own episode, this whole idea of failing. But failure really is there to help you grow, whether you are willing to admit it or not. And it's easier to accept you know, it's easy. It's easier to accept once you're willing to really sit down and think about what those mistakes have taught you. If I look back, you know, four years ago when I started my undergrad, I was so naive then. I was so ridiculously shy, and I I know I kind of touched on this the last episode, but it was a huge struggle for me in my undergrad to make friends, and I would literally i'm not even exaggerating this i would cry myself to sleep some nights because i didn't have any friends or because i didn't talk to anyone the whole day and i felt like such a loner and now that i've graduated i do have friends and even though it took me a long time even though i don't have the biggest friend group and even though i'm not completely over my shyness which i don't think i need to be over my shyness ever i've made a lot of progress since where i was as an 18 year old that didn't have any friends, that failed physics, that wasn't getting good grades to where I am now. My GPA in my first semester of my my undergrad, my university life was a 60 something. My GPA the semester that I graduated was a 90, which is a 4.0 at my school. So I definitely have come a very long way, even though I didn't get into vet school even though 
I am not currently working any job, I have come a very long way and it's important to be proud of that. It's important to give yourself a pat on the back for achieving even the smallest goals instead of just the very big goal. And I think this is why it's also important when people tell you to set goals but break those goals up into smaller achievable steps. And as you take everything off, as you take each of those steps off to achieve your goal, it is so much more satisfying, even if it is a small task. I think we need to get used to being proud of ourselves for doing the small things and not just the big things. You know, give yourself a pat on the back for waking up and making your bed. You know, be proud of yourself for waking up even just five minutes earlier than the day before. And once you get into a habit of being proud of yourself for the small, your small little achievements, it helps build self-confidence, it helps build self-esteem, and it makes you realize that all of the small wins really do add up and create that big win of whatever goal that you have your heart set on. That's all that I have for today's episode. I know this one has also been very quick and very short. I am planning on making them a bit longer, but this was a very kind of unplanned episode. Usually, I like the last two episodes, I did make notes. Um, the only notes that I had for today's episode were my two journal entries that I shared with you, the one from August 25th and 26th. Those are things, I didn't even plan on sharing them, it's just I, I get most of my ideas for what I want to talk about from the things that I journal about because I think they're important. So I hope that you have realized from this episode that your progress really does matter and it is something to be proud of, even if you haven't reached your ultimate goal yet. And if there's one thing that I want you to take away from this is it is important to really sit down with yourself and reflect on how much you've changed as a person and how much you've grown. So I, at the end of this episode, I really encourage you to go get a piece of paper, go get a pen, or if you want to do it on your phone, open up the notes app and just write five things that you're proud of. What are five small little things that you're proud of that you weren't able to do a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago? Maybe that was waking up on time. Maybe it was, you know, you used to be the type of person that would spend way too much time on social media and now you've cut down a bit. Maybe you no longer use your phone right before going to bed or right after waking up, which is really bad for you. So come up with a couple of things that you have gotten better at, even if it is just a little bit, even if it isn't the ultimate goal. One of the goals that I have right now is to reduce the amount of time that I spend scrolling on my Instagram and I actually want to go like days without using it at all. And even though I'm not at that point yet, I honestly can't imagine not going on Instagram for a whole day. But I have been getting better. I used to wake up and go on Instagram every single morning right when I wake up, like right when my alarm goes off. I would go and scroll on my Instagram, which is really bad for you. You should not be using your phone right when you wake up and going on social media right when you wake up is not good for you either. But I have gotten better. I no longer go on Instagram right when I wake up. I don't use it nearly as often as I did. And I am kind of controlling myself with how much I go on it and how much I scroll. So even though I haven't reached my ultimate goal of not going on it for a whole day, I have cut back on how much time I spend on it. So I've made progress. And my whole point here is to be proud of that progress, not just the end goal. 
being proud of your progress will help make will help you feel a lot better even if the goal that you're trying to reach isn't coming to you as fast as you thought it would i'm gonna leave it at that and i hope you've all enjoyed today's episode i hope that you'll stick around for next week's episode and thank you so much for listening have a great day guys bye